that it's through missional communities that we take the heartbeat of God into the community that he has called us to. Missional communities are the place where our church intersects with the community for the gospel. So a lot of you are sitting here this morning who've shown up this summer and you've never seen missional communities. You've heard us talk about this and today you're like, so we're doing this whole day about this thing, and I have no clue what it is. So I want to help you understand a little bit as we get moving exactly what a missional community is. And so I'm going to give you a couple of definitions. The first one's the really simple version of what a missional community is. And simply, a missional community is a community on mission. A missional community is a community on mission. Very simple, very easy to understand, but if we want to go deeper, let me give you another longer definition. A missional community is a community of people organized to see that every man, woman, and child within their specific mission has multiple opportunities to see, hear, and respond to the gospel of Jesus. A lot of you guys hear that and you say, that sounds a lot like the church mission statement, that every man, woman, and child and a 10-mile radius of our church would have multiple opportunities to see here and respond to the gospel of Jesus. And yes, they are the same mission because we are all on this together. And simply, our missional communities are the main way that we as a church express the gospel of Jesus to every man, woman, and child inside of our community. Ultimately, a missional community is a group that has a defined mission in our community. We'll talk through all of these in a few minutes, but we have groups like you've heard, serving, working with single parents, reaching out to new people in our community, serving at our schools. And so every week, missional communities get together on their given night of the week. They share dinner together every week, building community, building a strong sense of hope and relationship with each other. And then they move into a period of time where they pray for and they plan for the people that God has called them to, trying to figure out what's the best way that we can serve them. How can we best express the hope of Jesus to them? And then there's a period of Bible study time where we, as a community, study the scripture passage that's going to be preached on on the upcoming Sunday, making sure that people are hearing from God from the scripture before they show up, and so the Spirit can really speak to their hearts and lives when they get here. And so this morning, what I want to do is I want to answer the question for you guys of why should I join a missional community. And so I want to give you a few reasons this morning and hopefully prompt you to understand why we do what we do and how important it is for you to be engaged in doing this. And so what we're going to do really quick is if you have your Bibles or version, we're going to jump over to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. We'll be looking at verses 7 through 13. I could stand up here and give you reason after reason after reason, but it's so important that we make sure that the reason that we're doing things is because God has, in fact, called us to do them. And so I want our reasons for being involved in a missional community to be God's reasons. So Ephesians chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. Paul says this, he says, Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which is given me by the working of his power. And to me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that through the church 
the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. And this was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I'm suffering for you, which is your glory. The first reason that we need to be involved in a missional community is that God desires you to be on mission. God is calling us to be on mission. And Paul himself here in Ephesians chapter 3 says, listen, he calls himself the very least of all the saints, that if anyone was worthy of being called to this, it's not me. And a lot of you guys are sitting there this morning saying, I don't really know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm courageous enough, or I don't know if I'm bold enough to do something like this. And God is calling all of us, even the least of us who feel like we're not worthy and feel like we're not ready to be people who are on mission for his gospel in our community. He talks about in verse 8 um, how God has given to us the opportunity to preach the unsearchable riches of Jesus. He even calls it a grace. It's a grace that's given to us to be able to do this. It's not just a responsibility. It's not just something that you're forced to do. It is a gift from God that you have the opportunity to be engaged on his mission in this community. In verse 9, he talks about how we have the goal of bringing to light the mystery of the gospel, that our lives and our words are explaining who God is and the hope that we found in him to those who do not understand. Because we live in a community of people who don't understand what the gospel is. And our responsibility is to bring the good news of Jesus to light for them so that they can see and understand. Verse 10, he says, what I think is important for all of us to realize is that God's plan is for this to happen through the church. That we could try and do it as individuals all day long, but ultimately God has called us in community together as the body of Christ to be on mission together. And I really feel like a lot of us walk into missional communities and we don't feel ready, we don't feel like we know what's going on. But what's great about missional communities is that I think they teach us a little bit about what it means to be on mission. And as we live and act and serve and work on mission and community with others, we learn how to do it in our individual lives as well. So learning to talk to someone about the hope of Jesus in the context of a community allows me to better know how to do that with a person who lives next door to me. And our kids, think about this. Your children learn everything they know about life through a community called family. And God has called us to learn what he wants us to know and do through a community that is a family, that is the church. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God is making his appeal through us. And we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. God has chosen to use us as the mouthpiece, as the speakers of the goodness of who he is. So God desires you to be on mission. Number two, reason that you should join an MC is that God desires you to have community. God desires you to be in community. These are both really simple, right? Mission, community. Um, I want to give you a few statistics. I heard these statistics actually this past week. Uh, Lifeway Research did a study of people who are engaged in church, who are believers, um, but um, basically trying to answer some questions and see 
people who are in groups respond to them one way, and people who are not in groups like missional communities respond in another way. So let me throw a few of them out to you. Uh, Number one, asking all these people these questions, for someone to say that I intentionally spend time with other believers, people who weren't in groups said that only 34% of them said that they spend time with other believers. Um, But for people who were in groups, 77% of them said that they intentionally spend time with other believers. Another question, people who said, I spend time with others helping them grow. People who weren't in groups, only 22% of them said that they spend time with others helping them grow. But for people who were in groups, 63% of them said that they spend time with others helping them grow. Number three, I have significant relationships with others, meaning that you have people that you can go to when life is difficult and life is hard. For people who weren't in groups, 50% of them said that they had that in their lives. But for people who were in groups, like a missional community, 89% of them said that they had those kinds of relationships. And lastly, number four, for people who said, I get to know new people at church, People who weren't in groups, only 37% of them said that. People who were in groups, 67% of them said that. And so you can see why this community is important, why it helps us express Jesus the way that we need to and live and do the things that we need to do. And so if we're not in a group like a missional community, it's harder for us to do what God has called us to do. Ed Stetzer is a guy who I got these stats from, and he says this about groups. He said, if you aim for community in groups, you get neither community or mission. But if you aim for mission in groups, you get both mission and community. And it's important for us to realize that if we want to get that community piece, that it's so important that we first aim for mission. And we say this all the time, that the greatest way for you to get to know somebody in our church is by serving with them. And missional communities is the best place for that kind of community to be built. We see in Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, and let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. The importance of us being together, encouraging us to love other people, encouraging us to do good works to other people is vital. And that's exactly why we do missional communities, to have that sense of community. So God desires you to be on mission. God desires for you to have community. Number three, there is a mission that matches your passion. We have a lot of different missions here at the Church of Cane Bay, but I guarantee you that there's something that you can find that you're passionate about. Uh, we have two groups here that serve at Eagle Harbor Boys Ranch in both of the houses. And so if you enjoy going to spend time uh, with these guys and getting to know them and build a relationship with them and just expressing the love and hope of Jesus to them, that's a great place for you to be engaged. We have a group here who serves Berkeley County Department of Social Services. They go in and they do things for them, serving them, loving them, showing them the hope of Jesus. And you know what? It's made a difference. People from Berkeley County DSS have been Uh, here in church on Sunday morning because of the relationships that have been built there. We have groups who serve at all three of the schools, not just the elementary school, but a great, fantastic group that serves at the middle school. (laughs) 
and, uh, and a great group as well that serves at the high school. You guys will get to hear a little vision from them uh, next week. Um, you've heard already about the Good News Club here at Cane Bay Elementary. Uh, we have an incredible group uh, that is serving and loving the community of Devon Forest and Devon Forest Elementary School that is a great place to get plugged in as well. They're all representing wearing their t-shirts this morning, which is great. Uh, we have a group who uh, serves first responders and military families in our community, building relationships with them, engaging them. You've heard from David and Ashley about the single parents missional community. You've heard from Darren, and he and Heather are leading a group that uh, embraces new people and people in this community. And so there is a mission for you. There's something that you are passionate about, and that's a great reason to get involved. There's a mission that matches your passion. Number four, for us, this one's huge. For every man, woman, and child, why should you join a missional community so that every man, woman, and child in a 10-mile radius of our church will have multiple opportunities to see, hear, and respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is why it's our motivation, it's our driving point, and it's because God has called us to do it. People give their lives all the time to missions overseas. Jesus in Acts 1.8, right before the moment that he was taken up into the cloud, said, um, gave us this responsibility of, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. God calls many to the ends of the earth. He calls many to different places in our nation and in our state. But we are all called to our Jerusalem. We are all called to the community that God has planted us in, which is Cane Bay. The early disciples took that seriously, and if we're serious about following Jesus, then we know that it's the most important task that we have to always be people who are on mission. It's why the church exists to express the glory of God to a world in great need. We're not a people that are called to stay. We're a people that are called to go. We aren't a people who are focused inward, but a people who are focused outward. We aren't a people who are kept, but we're a people who are sent. Last year, God did some incredible things for our missional communities. Not including large events like Independence at Cane Bay and movies at Cane Bay and Devon Forest. We saw the Lord through our missional communities be able to touch the lives, this is huge, of over 14,000 people in our community. Amen? I'm getting the numbers from our leaders as they're talking about these events that they've done and what's happened and people that they're interacting with. And I'm putting all this together and I'm like, I can't believe this. The amount of influence that God has given us in this community. And it's a great gift, but it's also a great responsibility. But you know what? 14,000 people isn't every man, woman, and child. It's just starting. And so if we're going to be faithful to what God has called us to do, to see that every man, woman, and child has multiple opportunities to see, hear, and respond to the gospel, then we've got to be willing to press in more. We've got to be willing to say, God, I know that you're calling us, and I'm in. I'm willing to give. I'm willing to do what needs to be done so that others can see, hear, and respond. So we do it for every man, woman, and child. Number five, we do it because church doesn't reach lost people. They're not going to show up here. They're not going to just walk in these doors. We live in a country that many people would say is post-Christian, and a lot of us who have great hope 
believe is pre-Christian. But we live in a culture where people aren't just naturally engaging with the things of God anymore. And we have to accept that if we're going to be able to respond correctly. It's not a problem that can be fixed with politics or legislation. It's a problem that can only be fixed with the gospel that we have been entrusted with. In America today, 100 million people have no contact whatsoever with church. The number of adults in America that do not attend church has doubled since 1991. That is not a long period of time. It's doubled since 1991. 3,500 churches close every year, and we can't start enough new ones to keep up. The church isn't going to reach them. We look to our brothers and sisters over in the UK to kind of see what things are going to be like for us because they're a little bit ahead of us culturally and they're living it out. And what we know about the UK right now is that uh, they did a recent survey that showed that 70% of the population has no intention of ever going inside the doors of a church again. No matter what happens in their life, if there's a great tragedy, whatever happens, there is no way that they will ever step inside of a church again. That means that nothing inside of a church is ever going to reach them. We can't have better music or better lights, better programs, better guest services to reach those people for the gospel. We have got to get out and join them in what's happening. We can't improve the product of church. We have to reach them apart from it. Studies have shown that church today is only reaching people who have been to church before. People who have never been to church before don't show up at church on Sunday morning. And what's happening is that as the population dwindles of people that have actually been in church before, as people who were born into church, uh, they grow up and they get married, don't go to church anymore, and they have kids that will never go into church. We begin to see that number shrink and shrink and shrink. And if we look to the United Kingdom again, uh, they've moved in the last 100 years from seeing about 50% of their population being in church on Sunday morning to today in 2015, less than 1% of the people in the UK show up for church on Sunday morning. This is only one hundredth of people who could possibly even return to church. So we can't fix church. We have to get outside to meet them for the first time. A guy named uh, Steve Tim said this. He said, Sunday morning in church is the one place where evangelism cannot take place in our generation because the lost are not there. Mission must be done in the context of everyday life. And that is what missional communities are all about. Lastly, you need to join an MC because everybody's doing it. (laughs) Everybody's doing it. This is what I love about our church. I can't find another church in our community, and I hate to brag too much about us, but I can't find another church in our community, in our state, really even in our nation, all the people that I've talked to, I can't find anywhere where people are so engaged with the mission of God in their community is here at the church at Cane Bay, and that's something to celebrate. Amen? Every year, we see a great commitment to the mission of God. You guys get it. And over the last year, we've seen it grow to the largest numbers ever. We always aim and hope to see that everybody who's here on a Sunday morning will be engaged in a missional community. 
That's our goal, and that's a huge goal because the truth is, uh, as we look to other churches, we see that churches that are hitting 50% and 60%, that's a great number, and people are excited about that and happy about that. But I am here this morning to tell you and to celebrate the fact that not only did we meet our goal, but last year we saw a 107% involvement in missional communities in our church. A lot of you guys are saying, how does that work? (laughs) How do you get more than 100%? It's like bonus points on a quiz or something. Uh, Here's what it means. It means that our missional communities are doing their job. Because not everybody that's here will be engaged in a missional community. But what it means is that we have groups who are serving the community, who are engaging people for the first time, who are lost and who are far from God, bringing them into these groups We have people who are lost, who aren't showing up to church on Sunday morning, who are engaged in our missional communities and who hear the gospel week in and week out in that context. And that is huge. It means that we are doing exactly what the Lord has called us to do. God is doing something incredible here, and we get the chance to be a part of it. So in a few minutes, I'm going to release you guys back into our first annual, ever, whatever you want to say, missional community fair. And so if you look back behind you, you'll see that there are this, there's this wide open space. And what our leaders have done is that there's a table there for every one of our missional communities. And so what I want you guys to do is I want you to take the opportunity to walk around to each one of those tables and see what God is doing in our community through the Church of Cane Bay. I want you to find a missional community that you feel like maybe the Lord is calling you to be a part of, that you can invest in, something that you are passionate about. And the goal is that this morning, this is a goal, okay, this is, this is like lofty and high, like that 100% goal, but the goal is this morning that everybody who's in this room would sign up and be a part of a missional community. Now, I realize at the same time that there are a lot of you who, this is your first time here. You're hearing all this, and you're like, this is kind of crazy, but I kind of like the way that it sounds, and you need some more time to process. Hear me. That's fine. If you need more time to think through this and pray through this and decide where the Lord wants to direct you, that's great. Know that as a church, our goal is that eventually you will be in a missional community. You will be plugged in, but if you need time to process that, please do. Know that as you go in there... Uh, that we're going to bring you back in. And so this is for a certain period of time, about 15 minutes. We're going to send you guys in there, let you check things out. And then we're going to bring you back in here to spend a little, just a few more minutes together uh, at the end of the service. And what's going to happen is, uh, if you look in your bulletin, each one of you guys has something that looks like this. It's a menu of missional communities. And so on the front, it's a place where you can fill out your information Check which missional community you want to be involved in. And on the back, there's a little more information about all those missional communities. So I would encourage you as you're walking back there, maybe look through these and find one that you're a little interested in. And then find that table and go and engage with the leader of that MC and have a conversation about what God uh, is doing through that MC. But that's not the end. Like I said, we're going to come back in here together and we're going to enter into just a time of worship as we finish up our service together. And what I want to ask you guys to do at that point is if you're here and you've signed up for an MC, once we all gather back together, I'm going to call you guys as an act of worship together as a church this morning to take this sheet of paper, sign up for an MC, bring it forward, and we're just going to place them here across the front of the stage. 
Because this is our worship. This is our sacrifice to God, realizing that he's called us to be on mission. There is no greater way that we can worship together this morning than say, God, I sacrifice myself to you. I give my time. I give my talent to you. And this morning, I lay it at the feet of Jesus. I want to be a part of what you are doing here. And so when we come back together, I'll call you guys to do that as we worship. And hopefully, it'll be a great moment where our church can come together and live out the call of God. <sighs> really pumped. Really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. But before we jump into this, I've got a little video to show you guys. And I hope that you can catch a glimpse of the excitement that God has given our church um, for missional communities. Through this, at the end of the video, um, I will dismiss you into the MC fair.